Oh yeah. Ooh. What's that, Patrick? Oh, hey, what's up, Ryan? What's up? How's it going? Hey, I'm sorry. I guess I'm a little confused. Do you know what time it is? Oh, gosh. You know, I would say it's about 5 o'clock. Oh, that sounds about right. Yeah. Sounds like 5 o'clock. Dun, dun, dun. Ooh, I, I love this chorus. Where is it? Where is it? Let's get to it. There we go. That's it. Welcome to the Parrothead Podcast. I am Ryan Middledorf. And I'm Patrick McDonald. You know what this dang thing is. It's your podcast for everything Buffett. You know what this G-dang thing this is. G-dang thing. Let's start censoring our language now. Oh, that's right. This is a clean show now. Oh my gosh. This is your podcast for all things Jimmy Buffett. We're talking about the man, the myth, the legend, St. Jimmy himself. That's His right. albums, merchandise, restaurant chains, mm-hmm. anything and everything we can get our hands on. And today's a very exciting episode, Ryan, because mm. we are covering uh, the album that made him the man from Margaritaville. That's right. Changes in latitudes, changes in attitudes. So excited to discuss this album. It's very such a exciting. great album. It's it's a very definitive album for him, and there's a lot to talk about. There is, but before we do, yes. how are you doing? I'm doing good. Good. I'm, I'm doing really good. That's great. Uh, just having a... Uh, a great little weekend, a nice enjoyable weekend, uh-huh. uh, and I had a bit of an island encounter this past uh, you did. last night. You did. You sent me a text with some videos. Yeah, I said, why don't you explain? We're going to play this. So uh, I went to a friend's uh, party last night. I had friends that were throwing a tiki party in Highland Park mm-hmm. uh, at their house, and I got very excited. They knew that I was excited. Um, it was going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. Because uh, I, you know, I put on my Hawaiian shirt. I put on my Jimmy Buffett concert shirt. You were ready was, to go. I was ready to go. And everybody else was ready to go. They were really getting getting into theme. They had a bunch of kind of uh, like the Hawaiian chicken that was really good. And they had some, it was all, uh, you know, lights were up and all this stuff. Yep. But the second I get into the party, uh, they are playing a specific song. <laughs> and I'm ushered with literally within a minute, I'm ushered to the middle of the dance floor and I'm handed a microphone. <laughs> and uh, I wanted to say, I wanted to play the video of this is what happened. Yeah. Literally, I was there a minute. And all of a sudden, so, and my friend Hannah was recording it. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh, so, so I think she, this is, was on her Instagram story. So you can maybe, I don't remember what they yeah, say. Yeah. So, so the, the caption of this video is just watching Patrick rule this party. <laughs> <laughs> And here's the clip. Here's the clip. <laughs> did, that, did they come and say, I love you? Yeah, someone yeah. said, I love you. Oh my God. I walk in, I start singing Cheeseburger in Paradise. Everybody turns around and I was like, yeah. Uh, and they all sing with me, and uh, I think we're also singing Margaritaville, so you can hit that yeah. one too. <laughs> this clip, the caption is, <laughs> I feel like we landed in the new world, and they think he's their god. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> and this is, this is that clip. <laughs> oh, this is just another version of Cheeseburger and <laughs> There are people dancing in front of you. Everybody, <laughs> all eyes are on you right now. All eyes are on me. This was literally a bucket list dream come true. Uh, this was so incredible. And I think I have one more clip of uh, me singing uh, Margarita. Oh, good. That I'll okay, send great. You right now. Because <laughs> what happened is I just started singing. I like had so much fun. And uh, all like I guess my friend Hannah was like down. I like. Uh, here it's the it's the middle one with the it's just a cheeseburger. Seriously, they can't get enough is what she says. But so let's let's hear this because this is actually I got everybody in on the gig. But I know. 
There you go. <laughs> there are people dancing around. People came over and hula. danced next to me. Oh. Yeah, it was crazy. I guess Hannah started filming me, and I was up there. Literally, had just arrived. I hadn't said hello to the host of the party. <laughs> and I've been ushered, and I'm singing. And somebody says, uh, what's going on, is what she heard. She said, what's going on? And then somebody else said, Pat McDonald just arrived. That's what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> this is in my college circle. I guess this is who, who I'm known for. I just wanted I just wanted to uh, make sure that people realize that this is uh, a real part of my life. This is not <laughs> and, a gig. And these are friends of yours. Do do they know you have a podcast? They do know I have a okay, podcast. Most okay. of them do. Okay, great, so great. A couple of them did not. So I'm, I'm I was doing a little advertising for that as well. <laughs> So you are the guy in this party, or at least in the yeah. first three minutes of this party. Yeah, I mean, I was getting compliments left and right the whole <laughs> night. People I didn't even know are there. And uh, somebody else filmed me. Uh, I was on somebody else's Instagram story that I, I was surprised to be on. The only thing that would have made this better is if you were ushered in by guys carrying up a big, giant throne. <laughs> yeah, I'm on like a palm tree kind That's of right. throne. That's right. And yeah, people are fanning me and That's stuff. right, yeah. I mean, I just like, you know, being in the right place at the right time, it really paid off. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. You know, it takes you a lot of hard You are known work. for that, being in the right place at the right time. <laughs> yeah. I have gotten everything in my life basically for being in the right room when that's, it's supposed to be happening. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I'm so happy that this is continuing, continuing to be a part of my life. What a wonderful thing. Thank uh, you, Ryan. What did I do last night? I went to the Black Cat in Silver Lake last Great. night. Great. Did you walk in singing Margaritaville and everyone lost it? No, but I walked out and I saw Steve from Stranger Things. <laughs> Steve Harrington. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, that's pretty so cool. So that was my night. <laughs> Great. Wow, that's really incredible. Thank you so much. That's really I, nice. It was a really, really fun experience. That sounds fun. Have you ever walked into a party and felt like the king of a party? No, I never have. <laughs> oh, so that's not a common feeling? It's, no. <laughs> You're the only one. <laughs> This is why you go to so many parties. This is why I go to yeah, parties you're because just addicted I'm addicted to it. I'm, I'm addicted. I love you're the hide. <laughs> I love being able to walk in and immediately start singing. I also didn't realize I know every word of those songs. Oh yeah. And uh, I didn't need karaoke or anything, so I think that was the other extra part that everyone's like, he's not even reading the words. <laughs> I mean, like, bless Olivia's heart, but like, we were coming back from lunch today. And she said, what happens to you? I was saying, changes in latitudes, changes in attitudes. And without any prompting, I just started singing changes in latitudes, changes in attitudes. <laughs> and she just looked at me and just could not handle it. <laughs> you know what? If you were at that party with me, uh, people oh. would have been screaming Oh, for yeah. <laughs> more! More! Son of a bitch! <laughs> Very exciting. Oh, my gosh. How fun, though. Very fun. I'm, oh, that's great. Shout out to my friends, uh, Dominique Banyas, Quinn Marcus, uh, Andrew Murky, Roger Roulette, uh, Christine Maroon, just shouting, giving everyone a call out because oh, yeah. they, uh, they're big. Though some of those hosts at the party, some of those were just great party fixtures. Sure. And my friend Hannah Garces for recording. Hannah's Thank terrific. You very much. Yep. Very terrific. Mm-hmm. She was very impressed. <laughs> she was like, well, how is this a thing? Uh, and there was nothing was better than a house party with a stage. Yes. Oh, that's great. Oh, my gosh. It was it was a perfect, perfect night. Oh, and you're spending you the night much. in Highland Park. That's terrific. Oh, yeah. And Highland Park's a wonderful place to yeah, be. Yeah, trendy, fun neighborhood. Yeah. A lot How of fun. bunch of college friends. Yeah. Uh, hey, what have you been up to? This. <laughs> Some people say that there's a woman to blame. Did you only do those two songs? I only did those two because okay. I actually was going to maybe do Son of a Son of a Sailor. Um, but uh, I decided not to. You almost have to serenade somebody with that one. Yeah, because it was also like people know Cheeseburger and people know Margaritaville. Uh-huh. And I could have done Finns, but sure. people were maybe not going to know. Sure, and yeah. And I, I didn't want to like bore people with a new song. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> I can see you. you guys. Okay, you got to listen to this one. It's like yeah. eight hours have gone yeah, by. It's like I'm, I'm, I'm singing like uh, a song. I'm singing like God Don't Own a Car. <laughs> You're just rocking back and forth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we would not have liked it. Oh, that's so much fun. But today, as we mentioned, we're talking about the 1977 album, Changes in Latitudes, Changes in Attitudes. We are never getting out of the 70s. We're never leaving the 70s because this is his 70s. Seventh studio album, Ryan. Yeah, yeah. Seven albums in seven years. I know. It's insane. That is such a prolific amount of music to make. Like, he really was, like, uh, pounding through these recording sessions. He really was. And as we mentioned, I believe in the uh, two episodes ago when we covered Havana Daydreaming, he doesn't give a shit anymore. Yeah. Like, this is his music, and he doesn't care. He has gone... Full Caribbean, full yeah. Gulf and Western, and he's so confident in his 
in his uh, sound at this point. It's really interesting to hear because you can tell he totally has a mastery on what he wants to say, how he's going to say it. Yeah. And I, I guess people kind of wonder sometimes like how this guy has stayed around. They see him as this one-hit wonder. But there's not a lot of one-hit wonders who have seven albums before their big hit. No. So I think that's a big key to why this guy is so successful and why he's created such an empire because he had such a base of hard work uh, laid down before like his big song uh, hit the mainstream. Yeah, exactly. Um, what are your What are your general thoughts of the album? Listening, listening through. What are your overall this thoughts? album? I really liked uh, most of this album. I think I, all the songs that I don't like as less, I would still listen to any day. I think yeah. it's a really nice, confident, wistful. Uh, enjoyable album. It's a little more um, like somber. It's not as lively as some of exactly. the other ones. Exactly. Yeah. It's interesting. Yeah. Now, I don't maybe want to say somber. I want to say relaxed. Yes. Laid back, but like very, very confident songwriting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's why they're more sort of laid back songs because the content of the songs is very, very good. Absolutely. Like it's terrific. And there's so many layers to it. That's something that we brought up on Havana Daydreaming as well mm-hmm. that the tracks are just very layered there's a lot going on musically because he's he's with the coral reefers now yeah he is this is like the official coral reefers yeah let's do some quick stats on this yes initially released january 1977 it's been remastered a couple times um but uh uh it reached number 12 on the billboard 200 album chart and number two on the billboard top country albums chart Mm -hmm. and i also i can't believe i'm about to say this (laughs) margaritaville that single Margaritaville charted number one on the Billboard Easy Listening chart. <laughs> oh, baby. Number one. Number one. Finally. Yeah. Finally. Just barely, barely beat out Joni Mitchell arguing with her lawnmower. <laughs> like, just barely, <laughs> barely, barely beat out uh, Neil Young uh, asking for directions from a gas station. Paul Simon getting a haircut. <laughs> <laughs> barely, barely, barely beat it out. <laughs> Uh, and that's so exciting. And 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 changes in latitude, changes in attitudes actually got number thirty-seven, Hot One Hundred, twenty-four country, eleven easy listening. Which, if you're new to this podcast, go back and listen to some of our big eight episodes, the yeah. original eight episodes we did for this show. Uh, changes in latitudes, changes in attitudes is brought up as well as Margaritaville. We yeah, yeah we yeah. love Margaritaville. Changes in latitudes, changes in attitudes, not so much. Yeah, not so much. But I will say, I listened to it again, and I'm actually maybe coming around on changes in latitudes. Really? Okay. I think I really enjoy it. Because the lyrics are a little more, I think when we were comparing it to like these big hits that he had, right. all these big hits are really lively or really interesting. Yeah. And this one is like definitely like a little more like a, let me tell you a little bit about my philosophy. You yeah. know what I mean? It's not a Buffett structure like, uh, we did this, we did this crazy thing and now here we are talking about it. Yeah. Uh, it's more like, this is what life is. Yeah. Oh, I can and see that. I think that. I'm a little more into it now okay. than I used to be. I can see that. So I'd I can like see to that. go back to young parrot head Patrick McDonald and tell him... <laughs> Chill out a little bit. Chill out, stop, yeah. Stop looking at these songs as objectives. These songs are moods. <laughs> That's there's right. No, there's it's no a state goals. of mind. It's a state of mind. Oh, it's yeah. It's non-linear. There's no that's, beginning and end here. Exactly, you know? exactly. So so that's what I think about it. But I think, I think overall, this album is really cool, uh, especially because I was definitely trying to listen for that country undertone. Yeah. And we definitely hit one of those uh, in Tampico Trauma is like a very legitimately what I would consider like strong, good, well-written country song. I agree. I think this is one of my favorite songs on the album. Me too, me too. It's very good. Let's listen to a little bit of it. It's a great song. He really loves that piano. Yeah, he does. He, like this, that's it. We could do a whole thing about the piano in his songs. Yeah. Up to this point, because he really was playing around with it. Oh, yeah. Ooh. That guitar. Yeah, I know. Reminds me a little bit of uh, making music for money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounds like that. 
hitting some high notes. Yeah, it's all over the place. Senoritas. Great song. Nice. Very good. I have a little note on this from BuffettWorld.com. Oh, I love our, our favorite resource. Favorite resource. The name Tim, this is Jimmy's note. Okay. The name Tampico has always held a sense of danger for me. I guess it comes from watching the opening scene in Treasure of Sierra Madre when Bogart and Tim Holt won the lottery. Instead of cowboys, I put a couple of rockin' rollers in the coastal town and let my imagination go. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So there you go. So he just was having some fun with this song. Yeah. Yeah. And it comes through, I mean, like, so, it's so mature, the songwriting. He's, it is. He's there. It is. Right? Yeah, yeah, Like, absolutely. he's gotten to this point. He's comfortable in it. It's great. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. it. I think it's a really great uh, song. It's a it's solid, terrific. solid country song. Do you have a favorite on this one, Ryan? Oh, gosh. I I really like In the Shelter. Ooh. I like In the Shelter. In the Shelter is funny because it holds, we were actually just talking about this in one of our earlier episodes. Yes. It holds a specific... Uh, Accolade. Yes, it's uh, the only song aside from Captain the Kid mm-hmm. that has seen three separate studio versions. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, this album. This album, and then um, I, th- I believe it was a compilation at some point in two thousand two. In two thousand two, and I don't remember version. the other one. The other one was Down to Earth. Was it really? Wow. Yes. Oh, you're right. Yeah, yeah. So in so he did this version of In the Shelter in 1977, uh-huh. and then uh, the original version in 1970. 1970. So he's he's always picking up on that well of songs that he first wrote. Yes, yeah. Which is something that I I did not expect going through no, this process. Not at all. No, young twenties Jimmy was uh, laying the groundwork before we even knew it for this. He really older was. Jimmy. So I'm gonna play a little bit of In the Shelter from Changes in Latitudes, Changes in Attitudes, and then we'll jump over. Over to the previous version. Beautiful. I, I love, love that. It. Let's hear it. I love that guitar. Yeah, it's really solid. In the shelter, it's very sweet. In the morning, as the sun was brightly gleaming, I heard her crying out. What is it all about? I just don't know. I can't go back home. Lonely princess, all the days out on your own are growing empty. Nothing is going well. If you could only. So good. It's another. It's, so good. it's another one of those wistful songs. It's very wistful. It's really wonderful. That's I also great. want to say I misspoke. It's not on Down to Earth. It's on High Cumberland Jubilee. High second Cumberland album, Jubilee. Which which also we saw was Captain of the Kid. No, Captain, Captain of the Kid, the Kid was, was on, on Down yes, to Earth. Down to That's Earth. why I got confused, got guys. It. I'm an idiot. <laughs> okay. I've been meaning to tell you how stupid you are. <laughs> I'm sorry, everybody. I'm an idiot. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the one idiot and one smart guy talk about Jimmy Buffett. <laughs> so let's listen to the one from High Cumberland Jubilee. Great. And this is the original in yeah. the shelter. Ooh. Wow. In the shelter. In the morning as the sun was brightly beaming. Ooh. Interesting. I heard her crying out What is it all about? I just don't know But I can't go back home Lonely princess All the days out on your own Are growing empty Nothing is going well if you could only tell them how you feel They're too real to understand Too many tried expressions Ended in forced rejections long ago Too many innocent faces Too many far out places Something's wrong 
Let me tell you that yeah. Yeah, that's really interesting. You know what's funny? These early recordings, maybe it was just the recording equipment that was changing, but it sounded like he was singing a lot closer to the mic in the beginning. It does. And I mean, like, I I will say, I, I think I made this note on High Cumberland Jubilee. The album is just mixed. Like, not it's not very yeah, good. Yeah, you yeah, know? yeah. Because yeah. it was kind of here and there. Yeah, but yeah, I kind of yeah. like that. Yeah. I kind of like it's the a more lo-fi. Raw. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. But I mean, like... I I don't know which version I like better because they're completely different. They are. They're really different. Like just just the um the the uh, the melody of both of them. I mean, like it's again so much more layered, right? Like, yeah. listen to that. There's just so many things going on. If you could only tell them how. I don't know. I like them both. Yeah, I like them both too. Uh. It's funny because I think the first one sounds like a live recording, and the yeah. second one sounds like uh, something I would listen to on a stereo. So I think yes. that's how I would differentiate those two. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Um, what, nice, what else stuck out to you here? Um, there was one that stuck out to me that I really love. This might be one of my new fave buckets. Ooh, okay. Uh, I just, I don't know if I've listened to it before. I don't really remember it, but Miss You So Badly, I love. Miss You So Badly is a great one. This is probably my favorite on the album. It's just so good, and there's a little, there's some hints of like uh, a, a couple other songs in it. Yeah. It's very interesting. Yeah, it's great. It's got that country kick, but it's also got like a kind of a wistful, golden yeah. western thing. It's great. Also, listen. Holiday Inn. Inn. (laughs) Shout out to the Holiday Inn. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) This is great. I actually want to talk about this uh, chorus we were just listening to. The lyrics I love. Mm -hmm. We are staying in a Holiday Inn full of surgeons. I guess they meet there once a year. They exchange physician stories and get drunk on Tuberg beer. Then they're off to catch a stripper with their eyes glued to her G. And I don't think that I would ever let them cut on me. And I miss you so badly. This is exactly what Bob Middledorf was talking about. Exactly. Exactly. He sees a thing, he writes it down, and that's the song. I love him sitting around thinking like, oh, he's at just this hotel on tour. uh, And it's just one of these, these weird surgeons that are getting wild in this conference. And he's like, that's such a funny specific to put into a song. Yeah. And I love that. Yeah. I love it. There's because there that's that's the thing, right? So many specifics. He is the king of specificity. Absolutely. He really is. He is the king of it. I wonder, I wonder if we went back how many of these songs we would find, of these just observational songs. Oh man, I think we are gonna I Because Pyrolux of 40 is definitely one of them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, uh this uh, Grapefruit gosh, Juicy Fruit. Grapefruit Juicy Fruit. Uh, I mean there's we can so when there was many. the movie that uh oh yeah, well that was the one about the movie theater, Grapefruit Juicy Fruit. Yeah. Pro- there's one at least on every album. Oh, this yeah. hotel room, even though yep. Steve Goodman wrote that too. Um I think it's fascinating. It's great. Um, another great one is uh, Biloxi. Is that what it is? That how it's? Biloxi. Biloxi, yeah, Biloxi. Biloxi. Yeah, Biloxi. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I don't know what it is about the song, but I really, really enjoy it. Yeah, I think it's a nice one too. Let's give it a listen. Very sensitive side of Jimmy on this album. Yeah, very he's, sensitive, yeah. He's, he's not really forcing his sound on you. He's kind of like, come to Biloxi. me. Yeah. He's taking his time with some taking of these. Taking his time, absolutely. Pretty girls are dancing in the sea. They all look like sisters in the ocean. 
Bar will fill his pail with salty water And the storms will blow from off towards New Orleans Sunshine's on Biloxi. Just a very pretty song. Yeah, absolutely. It's also, I think, I think it might be his longest song to date. Really? Coming How? in at almost six minutes. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, up to this point. Yeah, yeah. He made some pretty quick songs. It's a very, very long song. Yeah. But it's very pretty, very melodic, just very, yeah, wistful, again. Very wistful. I have a note on this one. Ooh, please. Biloxi was the, this is from Jimmy, obviously, BuffettWorld.com. Biloxi was the town I got my start playing music uh, in a place called Trader John's. It blew away in Hurricane Camille, but the memories of those days along the Mississippi Gulf Coast are still as vivid as the sunsets off toward New Orleans. Uh, Jesse Winchester got it right. All I did was sing about something I could relate to. How nice. I know, and that's Jimmy's thing. That, I, I feel like he can put that on his tombstone. God oh, yeah. Forbid. Yeah. All He's I thinking did was, back. Yeah, all I did was sing about something I could relate to. That's yeah. what he does. Oh, that's and I great. love it. Yeah, I think it's it's a nice album just kind of one that you can play uh this is probably like the best kind of bad mood jimmy buffett album yeah i need to just kind of think about things the weirdest thing to me about this two things that strike me as odd about this album changes in latitudes changes in attitudes and margaritaville don't really fit in here that's a really good point. They because, don't fit it because every yeah. other song is sort of that same kind of vibe, right? This yeah. sort of like in the shelter, miss you so badly, sort of mellow mm-hmm. vibe. And then you have these two uh, pretty much party songs now, they right? They are party songs. Yeah. I mean, look at what I did last night. Absolutely a party song. <laughs> uh, it is really funny to remember that, yeah, like, oh, yeah, we're also talking about the album that birthed. Margaritaville and Changes in Latitude, Changes in Attitude. Yeah, because so, also yeah. Margaritaville is on side B of this album. Is it really? I mean, it's it's track six. Yeah. You know, yeah, track yeah. six out of 10. That's wild. Which is crazy. So I, I don't know how much, like, he probably wasn't banking much on this. Do you think, like, we mentioned in an earlier episode, he wrote it for Elvis. Like, this yeah. was for somebody else. Yeah, this was another song. I would actually love to hear him talk about it uh, because I really don't know. I really don't know. Let me see if there's any any notes because um, like if if you listen, if you just go through and listen to this album, like it starts off on a high note with changes in latitudes, changes in attitudes, and then you hit this sort of rhythm. Like Tempico mm-hmm. Trauma is a little bit different, but that's more on the countryside. Everything else is sort of mellow, relaxed, very chill, which yeah. is nice. It's a nice change of pace. Um, but yeah, Margaritaville not necessarily fitting in here. Yeah. No, it's 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 really interesting. I I, I think it's uh, maybe that's why they become such hits because they stood out in such a different, interesting way. Yeah, yeah. Um, I want to bring this up too. I don't think we've talked about this, but you can tell me if we have. I don't remember. There was a lost, um, a lost uh, verse of Margaritaville. Did you know this? Did we talk about that? I don't, I don't know. think we did. Let's let's talk and about. I want to bring it? it up. Okay, yeah. so it's 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 the same tune, but it's old men in tank tops. Cruising the gift shop, checking out Chiquitas down by the shore, and then I guess back in the background somebody says, "Hey, want to ride in my new car, baby?" What? <laughs> they dream about weight loss, wish they could be their own boss. Those three day vacations become such a bore, and then somebody says, "Boring, boring, boring." What? <laughs> I, I know. I'm so surprised. That's so odd. But that was like I think it was they took that out during. There's that long um, chorus, the bump. Whatever that is. Uh, and that's where that would old man in tank tops cruising the gift shops, huh. checking out chiquitas down by the shore. Hey, when I ran in my new car, baby. <laughs> hey, dreaming about we lost. Wish they could be their own boss. Those three day vacations became such a bore. Weird. Yeah, yeah. Huh. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's why it's out. <laughs> Maybe. But I thought I had to talk about it. This Absolutely. is a secret Buffett lyric. I mean, there's. it's kind of like, well, what are we talking about now? It has nothing to... I think it's more observational than talking about that story of what's going right. on and how, how bummed out he is. It has nothing to do with the singer. Yeah. So I think that's probably why they took it out. But did, did that strike you as odd, too, that these two songs didn't really fit in with everything else? 
You know, I hadn't really thought about it, I guess because while I was listening to it, there's such staples for me that I'm sure. so used to them. Yeah. That I was like, well, that like, it, and, and there's such a universal sound that they can apply to any single feeling for me. Yeah. Like Margarita, well, I've heard in every circumstance, be happy, sad, at a party, by myself, in the car, uh, you know, at a karaoke. It's right. like literally ubiquitous with like human existence at yeah. this point. I mean, like, like I think if you're listening to this album in 1977 for the very first time and you listen and you get to track six, you might not like Margaritaville. If you like the rest of the album, it gets, kind of feels forced in a way. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think it, it, you might be like, what's this one? Yeah. What a strange one. Yeah. That's very interesting to think about. I'm going to play a little bit of it because we have we to. We have to. Because it's so, it's it's why this podcast we exists. Gotta, we got to. We got to play it. We're grateful for it. Oh, gosh. It's comfortable. It's very comfortable. It's like putting on an old shirt. That's right. Nibbling <laughs> on sponge cake. Watching the sun bake. All of the tourists covered in oil. <laughs> Strumming my six string on my front porch swing. Smell those shrimp beds beginning to boil. I can't eat them. You can't eat. Can't you eat see? Them. Now we know, huh? <laughs> Wasted away again in Margaritaville. For the second time in two days. I went to Margaritaville twice last episode. Searching for my lost shaker of salt. Salt! 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 Some people claim that there's a woman to blame. But I know. It's nobody's fault. Great song. Great song. You're right. We know that by heart. We know that by heart. Give or take a few lyrics. I want to be clear. I'm so bad at lyrics. I just (laughs) throw in the wrong prepositions all the time. So you might... But at least you you throw stuff in there. I go... Oh, no. I confidently say the wrong word. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I'm all about. I like it. I like it. Uh, There's another one I want to talk about Mm -hmm. because I think this solves Jimmy Buffett's problem that we've noticed for a long time, and that's... How does Jimmy Buffett end an album? Yes. And this might be, to date, the best album ender of all time. We're talking about Landfall. Landfall. Which we didn't talk about. We had the big eight, other songs that could be the big eight. Yeah. We didn't speak of Landfall in that episode. But Landfall is really close up there. Landfall's it's very a great, good. great, good, great song. A great, great, good, great song. Let's great, listen to great. it. Yeah, listen to that. Ooh. It's kind of like the, it's a confident fusion of both of these sounds. Yeah. Very 80s, too. Very, Very 70s, 80s. 80s. Now what do we do if I just sail away? Who the hell really compelled me to leave today? I love it. Running low on stories of a maiden or a ball. What would they do if I made no landfall? Ooh. I live half my life in an eight by five one. Just cruising to the sound of the Sail away for a month at a time. Sail away. This is a banger. It is. Sail away. Oh, you're right. It's so good. Listen Aside from Margaritaville, that might be that might be the standout. This this one is so solid. I would say this is like probably on everyone's list as like a kind of a hot uh, song to listen to. Uh, 
if you're a big parrot head, but I don't know if it's always number one. I, I just think it's like a really good like party song. It is. It's a terrific party song. Oh, it's so good, man. I really, oh, really gosh. like that one. Sail away. Oh, sail away. <laughs> I think I've heard him sing that in concert. I think I have too. I, I think, think I have too. That too. Um, yeah, I have a new appreciation for that one. It is good. It's very good. It's really good. I also, a couple, I think this this one is also on, is this one on Feeding Frenzy too? Oh, is it? And Feeding Frenzy was like the big, I believe it is. Feeding Frenzy, is it? Mm, maybe it's not. That was that, that was his live, one of his live albums, that was right? Oh, yeah. no, it's not on there. Never mind. So I have nothing to say about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but that's, yeah, that, I mean, we'll talk about that. That comes out in 1990, but that uh-huh. was like maybe one of his seminal, we don't know what that means, um, <laughs> seminal uh, uh, live albums. And does I can't it, wait to get into those, by the way. Does it sound crazy i i don't think we're ever gonna hit 1990 <laughs> honestly <laughs> it's not gonna happen uh, we probably have 15 albums to go through this is episode 22 and we're still in the first seven years of his it's career so crazy yeah that's it's nuts. so wild this guy is just working so hard it's amazing that people like he has this reputation of kind of like being lazy or being for slackers, but it's like this guy clearly has put in the freaking work. For he this. really has. It's like unbelievably incredible. Like yeah. the amount of music this guy has released uh, in seven years. I know it's and insane. Constantly touring, constantly writing, and to have a wife and to be and kids, a kids, and having the time to ha- go on vacation and to write about the relaxing. Yeah, write, write, Unbelievable. write books. Make hoot. Yeah. Come on, he's making hoot. <laughs> he's making hoot. We got another movie to talk about. We got uh, <sighs> we got a cameos he's got to be in. We got yeah. uh, live albums. We've got a tour, big infamous tours. Big so yeah. much crazy. Oh, oh I will also. Which, go oh, ahead. Yeah. No, no, go no, ahead. No, no, you go ahead. Um, if you guys have anything that you'd like us to cover on the show, something that we may have missed, something that we may, you think we may miss in future episodes, maybe a, maybe a small cameo in a film or uh, another cameo in a song, please let us know. Please let us know. Tweet at us. We're on Facebook. Yeah. Just find us and let us know these things. Find us and let us know. We are desperate to we hear really from are. you guys. We want to know what you guys are thinking about. Uh, when it comes to Jimmy Buffett. Yeah. And if we can address it, we'd love to talk about it as well. Absolutely. Uh, but I did want to say, speaking of the tour, going back to the tour. Yes. Uh, we, we, I mentioned tours. There's something special about this album, uh, the, the tour that maybe helped him uh, get his reputation going. Okay. Um, I just found this on the Wikipedia, but 1977 saw Jimmy catch a big wave as he opened for the Eagles for several dates in March and a few in July. Oh! So, Margaritaville flew up in the charts in the summer, helping the summer tour grow to the amphitheaters that Jimmy still plays today. Hmm. So that's why he was opening for the Eagles, people were listening to him. I mean, he was part of this amazing Rhythm Aces, opened for a few of his shows in California in May, while the Little River Band picked up uh, in June to open. Uh, And yeah, it was just... uh, uh, a big summer for him that established, I think, who he was. And Margaritaville probably was like kind of one of the keys to that. Yeah. Oh, I can see that totally so, happening. Yeah, it would be, you know, get everybody ready for the Eagles. Well, hold on a minute. Before you have, here's your opener. Here's Jimmy this Buffett. guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember, yeah, that's, uh, I the, the first time I saw Kings of Leon, they opened for U2. Really? Like, who are these guys? Really? Yeah, yeah, same same sort of thing. And then like a couple years later, they're all over the place. That's so interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's it, and that's I uh, I think that's probably what it was. I yeah, think, I think it like it was a huge push for um, his own music. Sure. How close were they? Oh, I guess in the seventies, they must have been pretty close in age. Jimmy Buffett and the Eagles, right? I would yeah, think I think so. so. Yeah, because we also have received an email that somebody said that they'd heard that uh, Finns itself was written about. Um, Jimmy Buffett watching all the girls swarm around Don, Don Henley, Henley, right? Or yeah. Glenn Fry? Yeah, something like that. Or yeah. he was like with them. There, yeah. there was something. We the did get an The inspiration of all the women like surrounding the eagles at a bar. Right. And that's the inspiration for the song Fins. Ooh. So maybe he got the idea for Fins when he was out on tour with And the there's another hit. And there's another hit. Yeah. Observing something and turning it into magic. The Jimmy Buffett way. Exactly. Um, I I do want to uh, I want to start a new segment on this show. Wow. Really. Start a new segment uh, really? called reviews. <gasps> Whoa! What a crazy what a crazy segment. <laughs> I didn't think one bit about the title. <laughs> um, 
<laughs> These are reviews from iTunes for changes in latitudes, changes in attitudes. Very I want to start off with uh, kind of a negative one, and then we'll go to uh, one or two positive ones. Oh, great. I can't wait. So the title of this is, It All Ended After This One. <laughs> <laughs> this is from Slippy 1969. Oh, wow. Slippy 69, huh? Ooh, Margaritaville is a great song, dot, 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 and ended Jimmy's great run of good songwriting. Jimmy has been trying to replicate Margaritaville ever since. I would stop here and don't bother buying anything later than this. Whoa, harsh. Ooh, Slippy. Slippy 69 is getting very uh, snippy. Um, <laughs> That's my I, review of his review. I'm uh, I'm gonna read another just because it's funny. I, this is I, I, so interesting. What a weird thing. I mean, we were talking about this is the end of his country career yeah. in a way, and then he kind of goes off onto this new feeling based on the success. So I, there probably is a valid uh, contingent of people that feel like that for real. Yeah, absolutely. Which is interesting to me. Um, this is another fairly. Uh, I would say not negative, but uh, I'm just going to say I want to help this person out. Okay. Okay. okay I think listen. we can lend a hand. Oh, that would be great. Okay. This was posted July 19th, 2010. Uh, and the title of this is Mrs. Sneed. Okay. Uh, and uh, the, the the person's name is Sneed Pat as the username. <laughs> Sneed Pat. Sneed Pat. Okay. okay. July 19th, 2010. I think we can still help. Okay. I was trying to locate the Margaritaville ringtone as well as the pants on the ground ringtone. They were both lost when I upgraded my iPhone to OS 4. I did not want to buy anything since I already have the whole album. Any hints on where I can find those ringtones? <laughs> How many stars did she give Margaritaville? Four. Okay, out of five? <laughs> Four out of five. <laughs> now, to be fair, Mrs. Sneed, this seems like it's an iTunes issue, not a Jimmy issue. I will say... <laughs> Sneed Pat, maybe let's let's. Uh, I'm guessing her name is Pat Sneed. I would I would assume let's so. Twist it around. There. Yeah. I would say. Uh, you, are you you're referring to the 2010 American Idol song "Pants on the Ground"? I guess. Get your pants on, <laughs> on the, the ground. ground. Wasn't there that guy that like William Hung or something? like no, that? No, it wasn't William Hung. It was, was that? A, oh, you're right. Who was that? This guy that came in and made his own song about with your pants on the ground. <laughs> yes, I do remember uh, that. And <laughs> she had she had that and Margarita Valles or two ringtones. <laughs> Well, I would say, listen, okay, so uh, 2010, you probably have, what, an iPhone 4, maybe? Mm, three? An I- iPhone 3 or iPhone yeah, 4? Yeah, 3. Um, I would say those ringtones are long gone. I would say you're not going to be able to find them. I will say if you probably go onto the ringtone store now, mm-hmm. Pat's Need, you will definitely be able to find the Margaritaville ringtone. I don't know if you can find Pants on the Ground. Yeah, I think that's probably been lost. It might be. Um, his name was Larry... Platt. Larry Platt. Okay. Larry Platt. Uh, so if you want to look up uh, General Larry Platt, um, you maybe be, he could probably re record it and send it to you. Maybe send him an email. Send yeah. him an email. General yeah, yeah, Larry yeah. Platt and, at and gmail.com. You know, Pat Sneed, if you're listening to this, thank you. And I can't believe you technologically figured it out. <laughs> if you couldn't figure out where your ringtones went, Good please email us. Please email us. We're we'll dying help you out. Know. We'll meet up with you. We'll be your own geniuses. Yeah, we really will. Yeah, 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 yeah we yeah. have nothing better to do. That's good. Well, what a searing review of, of Changes in Latitude. Jesus. Searing, <laughs> searing <laughs> review. Um, this, I, I don't understand this next review. Okay. Four stars. The title is Love It. Okay. This is from Rodog190. Okay. April 15th, 2010. Man, this album has Margaritaville and I love that song, Smiley Face. Oh, great. Four stars. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. And that's it. Wow, really simple. Yeah. yeah. Rodog, Rodog is not necessarily. Uh, you know, passionate about it, but he loves Margaritaville. Yeah, exactly. So that's fine. Four stars I'll take. Um, this last review I'm going to read, the title is mm, Ooh, dot, 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 okay. dot. Four Ooh, dots. Four dots? Uh, okay. From That Banjo Fella. Oh, I love That Banjo Fella. That hey, banjo what's fella. up, That Shout Banjo Fella? Shout out to fella. That Banjo Fella. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy's work here is absolutely flawless. It's a perfect balance of chill, upbeat, and soulful songs, without a doubt one of Buffett's greatest. My personal favorite of the album is Jimmy's cover of Biloxi. Oh, it's a cover. Whoa, I didn't know that. I didn't know it was a cover. That banjo fellow, what are you talking about? I don't know. Jimmy's cover of Jesse Winchester's Biloxi. Oh, yes. Is that a cover? You know what? It is. Wow, I can't believe I missed over that. Yes, he, um, that's why he said Jesse Winchester had it right, right? On that oh, thing that I recorded. Right. Wow, what a twist. I think, I think, uh, Jesse Winchester, he played with Jesse Winchester that summer and he yeah. was like, constantly playing and working with him. Yeah. So oh, very that interesting. makes a lot of sense to me. 
Uh, really aren't any words to describe this album other than mmm, dot, wow. dot, 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 dot. That banjo fella. You, that need, banjo to, fella. you need to talk to Pat Sneed. You really do. Pat Sneed needs your help. She needs your help, and she needs to focus in. I'm, I'm guessing it said Mrs. Sneed, right? Mrs. Sneed. Yeah, so it is a woman. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she needs to learn the difference between a review of an album and a review of iTunes itself. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, pants on the ground. Oh, pants goodness. on the ground. Pants, pants on, on the, the ground. ground. Dun, 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 pants on the ground. Yep. Um, should we cover? Should we just go over changes in latitudes? Changes in attitudes. The titular song. Yeah. Let's let's give I'm it a quick interested. discussion. I want to hear it again. I do want to hear it again okay. because I uh, I have to be honest. I skipped over it when we were really? listening to it because I knew you know we've covered the song before. I had my thoughts on it mm-hmm. before, but I'm gonna give it another listen, knowing what you think of it now. Okay. Good. I think you're gonna enjoy it. Okay. Let's see. Okay. Also, you know, think of it as a, a an album opener. That's a this fair point. This is the point. first That's thing, and you're like, "Welcome, this is the new Jimmy," and it yeah. made me so excited because I was Ooh. like, "This is his first. You it's know, like his coming his, out party. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I took off for a weekend last month just to try and recall the whole year, all of the faces and all of the places, wondering where they all disappeared. Going out to eat. Ran I like it. Met a friend. Bottle of rum and we round up drinking all night. Yep. Oh wow. Look, they met, they met up. Something happened. Oh, changes in attitudes. Nothing remains quite the same. All of our running and all of our cunning. If we couldn't laugh, we would all go insane. Okay. All right. I, I see. You I see what you're talking about. I see what it's you're talking good. about. It is good. It's really nice. It's also a fun little fact. Uh, the line "Good times and riches and son of a bitches," which we're mm-hmm. coming up. Uh, yeah. Anyways, that song, uh, that lyric, it was replaced with for the radio edit. Good times and riches and bruises and stitches. I've oh, seen I more than that. I can recall. Yeah. But oh, here it is. Good times and riches and son of a bitches. I've seen more than I can recall. Oh. But uh, uh, it was. I guess it was really uh, crude, obvious editing. But the American Top Forty played the original unedited version only once. On October 22nd, 1977. Really? So they said son of a bitches on the radio in 1977, maybe as a mistake. Was that Casey Kasem? Um, it might have been Casey Kasem. Mm. I wonder if he was hosting then. I don't know. I'm Casey Kasem. <laughs> I'm Casey Kasem. I'm Casey Kasem. <laughs> yeah, he was hosting. First huh. Casey Kasem era. Uh, and uh, yeah, he was hosting and he probably played in the- Oh, sorry about that, folks. <laughs> Son of a bitches is not something we are. What? I don't sound like him at all. I don't <laughs> no, sound I like think you're doing very, very good. Ugh. Oh boy. Jeez. <laughs> uh, stick to talking. Not this, impressing. So I'm I'm realizing now that this album is sort of uh bookended with, with one smack dab in the middle. You got changes in latitudes, changes in attitudes, Margaritaville, and then landfall are the three kind of bigger songs. Yeah. And then uh, everything else is um I, I don't want to say filler, but it's very, very it's it's a very nice musical sandwich. Yeah, it is. It's 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 got a solid uh groove to it. Up, a few down, big up, few down, big up at the end. Yeah. Oh baby. Love. Oh yeah. It's love great. that landfall. Um general thoughts, I really love it. Uh, I'm still gonna stick with uh A1A as being my favorite up until this point. Really? I think so. I think so. Wow, okay. I you know I would I would probably still stick with A one A, but this one's maybe a close second. I would I agree. really really like this one. Yeah, this one might take it for me. You think so? I think it might be. I think it might be my new my new favorite. Uh, I will say we're like going through this order. Yeah, I will say landfall like really really ends it on a high note. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Landfall yeah. does end it on a high note. It's yeah, really really fantastic. Which is where I think we should end this episode. You know what? Let's go for it. I, I, I think uh, I think our ship's coming in. I think so. <laughs> it's being guided through the navigational buoys. So we're going to have to jump on it and take off. Yeah, yeah. We got places to go, people to see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Margaritas to drink. Yeah, uh, yeah. Pop Tops to watch out for. That's right. That's right. Shout There's out a lot to Pop Tops, by out the to way. Pop-tops. We've so learned you... so much about Pop Tops. Yes, shout out to Bob Middledorf. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. 
we got to find an original like can and see what it's actually like. Yeah, we should. And then we got to step on it. Yeah. <laughs> we should this do a review of stepping on a pop top. This is our <laughs> Mythbusters version of Parrothead <laughs> podcast. We should do a, a Parrothead Mythbusters. That would be fun. Think of some things that like he spoke of and see if Ooh. we can try to re- relive yeah, them. Yeah, I'd be into I it. I would. Let's step on a pop top together. I'm Just down. cut our foot up and go home. <laughs> $200 medical bills. What'd you guys do? This oh is for God. a podcast. Don't worry. We should do. Every single thing we can do uh, from the song Margaritaville. Ooh, okay. We should strum a six string on a front, front porch, porch swing. swing. Um, we have to smell some shrimp. Smell some shrimp that's beginning to boil. Then you have to leave because you're allergic. <laughs> I have to leave, yeah. Um, we have to look for Someone has to hide a shaker of salt and we have to go find it. Find it. it. <laughs> um, oh, and uh, we have to get a tattoo of a Mexican cutie. Okay, all right. And we can't know. How it got there. No, we can't. <laughs> we have to have one crazy night and wake up with very specific tattoos. <laughs> it's going to be an objective that we're going to have to work hard for, but it's going to happen. We should get that type of tattoo where if you put our arms together, it finishes the tattoo. Oh, that's nice. You like know? I, get, I get half of a woman and you get the other half. That's right. That's right. <laughs> a Mexican cutie. Oh, so fun. Great. That's going to be good in job interviews. I'm imagining oh, yeah. my forearm, right? That's right. Exactly. <laughs> right above my wrist. Okay, good. I mean, Sir, what is that? Oh, you you have, you have to see my friend. Yeah, and how it got there? I have I no clue. Yeah, <laughs> listen, listen to this song. Listen to this song. <laughs> have you ever heard this very famous song that's also a restaurant enterprise? <laughs> that's my life. Oh, and until next time, I am Mayfair Marleybone, oh, and I'm St. Charles, Tennessee. Have yourselves a great week, folks. Oh, have yourselves a great week. You oh. deserve it. Oh, there it goes. Ooh, man. Have a wild and fun but wholesome week as this song (laughs) intones. Podcast Network.